0: Okay, um, so quite a number of you have been asking me what happened to the new episodes. Uh, Did I stop podcasting? Uh, No, I took part in this Inktober challenge on Instagram and that made me take a month break from almost all areas of my life, including podcasting. But we are back now and we are going strong with this uh, one hour long episode on music. If you're new here, I'm Kaushik Nagarajan, a wannabe musician and the host of the Incongruent Thoughts podcast, where we try to understand diametrically opposed views and ideas, seeking to reconcile them for the benefit of anyone with ears to hear. On this long episode, we analyze the various faces in a mediocre Christian musician's life and we give objective answers to all the gray area questions. Today's sobering and not at all funny chat is with our returning guest, Tarun Mamachan, a self-taught multi-instrumentalist who has played in various settings, including churches, schools, conventions, colleges, gigs, weddings, etc. Enjoy the episode. So, good evening Mr. Tarun Mamachan. Great to have you back. What's been going on?
1: Yes, thank you Kaushik. I feel very privileged to be the only person to come twice in the podcast
0: that's, <laughs> that's because great. you've not been following the podcast <laughs>
1: oh is there someone else <laughs> yeah
0: okay okay so we'll decide later whether to keep this part or not Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh good to finally have you back and uh yeah i know that uh, you are uh, working on some interesting things so uh, today's discussion is going to be centered around music and uh Right. I introduce you the last episode as an accomplished musician and yeah, uh, that is have... a
1: questionable <laughs> thing but let's
0: and yeah that that we'll... may be humility or the truth we might find yeah. out by the end of the episode so yeah. i want to start off with uh, maybe just so people can relate more better what has been our experience with music so do you want me to go first
1: yeah, yeah sure
0: yeah so My experience with music, so we didn't come from a a Christian family. So there was no like music oriented with like, you know, church and worship and things like that. Music was just like maybe what you listen to on in the movies. That was only the music thing. Only I think after my uh, 8th grade or 10th grade only I found out that uh, people release songs which are not there in movies also. So that was a big revelation. I said
1: voice days.
0: Yeah, acorn days.
1: (laughs) Ache (laughs) on this, okay.
0: Backstreet is not that old. Okay, so yeah, so that has been my experience growing up in school and things like that. And uh, what happened was towards the end of my schooling, I started getting into dancing after uh, watching one guy do moonwalk on a reality TV show. After that, I found out about Michael Jackson and uh, started listening to all of his songs and his uh, live performances. So I uh, so till my college time I was really into uh, breakdances like pop and lock and those kind of uh, uh, dancing and because of that I used to listen to a lot of songs like EDM and uh, pop rock songs things like things for which you could dance so that was my experience uh, with music in the beginning and uh, in my eleventh grade when I started going to church was when I. Uh, uh, I, I spoke to one of my friends, and I didn't know any songs in, that was being sung in, in the church worship. So I asked one of my friends, and later he uh, he told me which genre he wanted to listen to. I didn't know what that word meant that time, so I told everything. <laughs> so mentioned this in the other episode, but he sent me everything from uh, like I think a few hymns to Christian rap, and uh, that's when I found out uh, Toby Mac, controversial uh, topic maybe, maybe not. Yes. So that was my uh, intro into Christian music. Uh, just listening. And uh, later, in, after coming to college, we are part of a local church together where it was we are more involved and people are a lot more intentional about the songs being sung and things like that. And I got introduced to hymns and I really loved, you know, classical music, those kind of things, acoustic. Uh, classical Bach. Yeah, Bach, uh, I mean, Beethoven. <laughs> not that classical <laughs> i'm just thinking uh, uh furelis and maybe uh Yiruma. so i don't mm. want to go too much back yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, gotta gotta be updated with the new kids yes so yes. yeah that has been my experience and uh, in my third year was when i started uh to learn the guitar from some of my friends in church and our uh, student fellowship called eu and it was here that i uh started to proudly show off my skills without knowing that I didn't
1: Why have any did skills. you start to start learning guitar I mean you know as I remember you were not really interested playing any instruments yeah um the the time we spent together in the college so where did this push came from
0: so you finished your you graduated when I before I came to third year so in third right. year what happened I mean it was not like some sudden revelation where I decided to you know become a musician uh, it was just one week after church service or something I I asked one of the younger brothers in our church to he, he used to play the guitar and I asked him uh, to teach me to play which song was it, it was in, yeah uh, Ode to Joy, Joy uh, Joyful Joyful Weird Ordi so I tried learning the yeah uh, I mean he taught me how to play the melody in D Mm -hmm. and uh, so I tried practicing that whenever I had a guitar next to me and from there it began with that one and I think the thing is that many people start off trying to play guitar or learn from their friends but uh, I think if you can cross maybe three weeks or four weeks of trying to learn then maybe you, you might actually learn something. Many people give up in the starting because it's a little hard on your fingers and you don't see any tangible progress in the starting. But uh, somehow I just stuck to it, I just wanted to learn that one melody. And after that I started finding out there are many people in hostel who had guitars but were not into, not really playing it. So I could borrow here and there and uh, play whenever I visited their room. Then I started trying to learn some chords and then how to fingerstyle at least like one or two songs. And yeah, that's how things started. And uh, once I found out that if you hit harder, it makes louder sound. That was a big problem for big uh, temptation that I struggled with. I tried learning a lot. I mean, different chord shapes and things like that. But I think even till now, I'm very bad at uh, tempo and rhythm. So that was how guitar started uh, acoustic guitar. And then one of our friends had a electric guitar with a distortion amp. So he taught me how to play power chords and uh same thought,
1: chord in distortion <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. play the same progression in a different sound
0: <laughs> yeah but then it sounds way cooler depending on which yeah. camp you're in uh yes. so yeah that's how the guitar thing started and later so keyboard yeah actually keyboard i went for classes when i was in like fourth or fifth standard and i went i think only for two months and i stopped because i Uh, So I had this keyboard which didn't have touch so you know whether you hit it hard or soft it's the same thing and uh, I don't know if it's the same experience for you but when you learn the first week is just hitting that one C note at the same time or a little different tempo and that is like a song and then you start with like you have to wait like one or two weeks till you start playing with three more notes and I was like okay fine but it used to be a little scary my uh, teacher was a little bit strict and he used to I think beat the kids if they didn't do their homework or practice. I think the final blow to stopping my keyboard classes was we had a music competition in school. Was called symphony or something like that and uh, my sir also encouraged me to go and attend it and I was also like cool you know lo- loaded uh, put the you know the big size batteries in your keyboard so you can play it yep. portably took it to school and what happened was we so were in this class it's a classroom they converted into like for this competition we are all sitting with our big keyboards one by one you go front to the teacher's table and then you play it in front of the judges so I, I had uh, practiced uh, so I think in Yes, it was
1: a nice film, yeah. Yeah. Little hopes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's a very famous... uh tune and it's there in like so many regional languages so what happened was i had practiced very well and then uh, i was waiting for my turn and before me there were a couple of kids playing and there were two kids who played the same song but they played the accompaniment in the left hand also <laughs> and okay. i knew only how to play with one finger or something at that point of time so it was a, a brutal blow to my uh not a strong I game i had yes and then yeah. uh still i Pressed on, went over there, just played slowly, ting, 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 and then uh, came back depressingly. So it was like,
1: um, I don't know if it's not reha. This is not, re-har- not reharmonized This is re-rhythmization. <laughs> changing the time signal. <laughs> the,
0: the only reason it wasn't pitches because it's a d- keyboard. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been microtone also. Don't so... touch the
1: black keys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. just avoiding their black keys was a hard thing back then
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah so that that i think with that i stopped my keyboard learning and uh that was kept till then and then now like uh towards the end of my college i started to learn the keyboard again i think it was uh benjamin who told me like you know you need to learn the keyboard also and it made more sense because you can understand like things in a little more systematic way because the keyboard is not technically a very acoustic instrument it's like it's a little digital so everything's laid out in a way that you can learn at least western music in an easy way uh yeah so because of that i started to learn keyboard a little bit yeah i really enjoy playing the keyboard a little slowly because i had to figure out chords uh, but i think my tempo is a little better and actually no i'm not going to say that <laughs> So that was the keyboard piano phase, and then uh, fast forward two more years in our church over here in Chennai, I was playing the acoustic guitar, and uh, there were all, there was already a few acoustic guitarists, and uh, so when I had a discussion about it, I I had the privilege of playing the bass guitar, which was uh, let's say life changing, and uh, yes. I found out that I can focus more on my rhythm when it's just one note at a time, and. Uh, that's how I started playing the bass. I thought it would be easy, but it's it's a little bit of a different instrument, how you approach it and how you feel it and things like that. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I started hosting.
1: Yeah. Then you were also in, uh, in percussions. So, so no, like, no, no, no uh, percussions. Play. I will
0: not. I must not tell. lies. <laughs> Cahoon is there. I I I'm sitting were... on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't play it. We're not counting this instruments that I have bought some broken harmonica and uh, things like that which I can't play anything so yeah, yeah that has been my journey and uh, I had the privilege of playing in one of my friend's wedding as my yeah, first uh, official yeah. I mean my second was, official uh, gig as a bassist so it was were well, you uh, paid for that? I was paid in <laughs> uh, kind
1: <laughs> and podcast,
0: podcast kind <laughs> yep so yeah that has been my uh, my journey ups and downs in into music and this is where I am right now so what about you
1: that's cool that's cool um, so for me uh, to be honest I, I don't remember exactly when I started or uh, which year it's, it's all like faded memories because it was really long back um but one thing I remember is, um, so from childhood I always liked melodies. So whenever I used to hear some music, or even especially when go to when we used to go to church, uh, we used to go to Martonga Church, and they had I mean Martonga has really good choir. Uh, they gave a lot of importance to choir. And at that time we used to have uh, this uh, three-piece, four-piece choir, and it was it was really good. It was really good. And I, I was always fascinated by how these melodies and harmonies I mean, back then you don't really know You melodies for you sir so chocolate, right? You don't know anything else. <laughs> um, so I was always attracted to this part but also I think I, there was a point like uh, I, I asked my parents that, hey, I want to learn music and they were like okay, uh, we'll see. But that, that, that was it. Uh, but I never really pushed it or, you know, kind of try to pursue it so this feeling was there and it was a bit special because more in my family is musical so musical skill is normally inherited right I mean uh, it comes from parents or find out uh, soon (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I think as I remember like in my family only only my grandma uh, was musical so my dad's mother she uh, used to play harmonium back in the days and she used to play really good and I remember uh, she died like when I was very young, but I still have some memories where she used to uh, make me sit next to her. And she would teach me nursery hymns in harmonium. Like okay. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and all this Johnny Johnny, all these nursery hymns. She used to speak English apparently. I don't know how she learned it, but um, uh, so yeah, that, that that was like the initial experience with music. Then fast forward um, in Rajasthan, I think it, I, I was around 12 or 13 uh, was part of a church uh, where they have like um, one keyboard which was the rhythm section which was the uh, melody section which was basically I think you at some point they even tried to play like some uh, vocal patch and you know, kind, kind of make harmonies <laughs> so that keyboard was like uh, one of the main members in the church I think uh, one of the respective members of the church um, and there, there used to be a congo in the church. You know congo, right? There are like three drums. Uh, so that, that is congo. And once this guy, uh, this, this person who used to play keyboard, he asked me, hey, do you want to play congo? And I was like, yeah, sure. Because um, I, I don't know what is a congo, I don't know how to play it. I've just seen like few times someone just playing some rhythm. I've never played any instrument in my life. And he just asked me, hey, can you play like for one of the services? And I was like, yeah, sure, man, I will play. And it was a horrible, like he had to stop his beat in between. (laughs) And he told me, like, (laughs) during this praise and worship session, can you imagine that he's (laughs) in a charismatic church, you you stop the keyboard and you tell this guy, please get off the chair. (laughs) (laughs) That is proper customer explanation. (laughs) Yes, so that was my first experience as a Congo player. Um, and then after, after that, I, I was like pretty upset, of course. I thought I was doing a great job because it was loud. Uh, but apparently, I didn't know things like time signature and you have to play in rhythm and all. So I thought you just make some sound out of it, it's good. But I don't know somehow, um, I was upset and later I used to spend time after the church. Uh, just play Congo and there was this one guy in the church who used to play Congo but he was in the boarding school and he comes like every vacation during the, when he comes during a vacation he would play Congo and I would just watch the kind of the rhythms he used to play so he I mean apparently he also knew like only two types of rhythms it was like 4-4 uh, four, four, and 3-4 and three, four is very easy because you have like three drums and you just have to play like each one. <laughs> uh, <once. laughs> and then I, I I picked up something uh, and then I started playing slowly and then I got back in uh, again to playing in the main worship, Congo. And I did that like over two years, right? So only Congo. And then one day, uh, there was a drum set which Norman used to play, the, the guy who used to play, he graduated and moved to a different city. This this guy who like, uh, like supported me, um, he asked me, hey do you want to play drums? And I was like, yeah sure man. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I play Congo. It's just more How number different. of boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I use the stick instead of my hands. It sounds pretty easy. Uh, So I I, I remember I went during like, so after a few songs, I went and sat there and then I realized that there's a kick and I was like, okay, what do I (laughs) do (laughs) with this? So you can imagine how it went. Um, So the same story, he told me not to touch the drum sets again. Um, (laughs) So I stopped playing drums and again, uh, through different people uh, begging, I, I learned some basics. Uh, again 4-4 four, four, and 3-4 these are only two beats I knew and I put this in every song so I was actually I started as a percussionist like a lot of people were, don't uh, know this about me or they won't believe actually like one guy once told me that he cannot imagine me as a drama yeah
0: yeah even you know, I've not but seen I've, you so yeah you know I can't
1: so I, I, I used to play percussion for nearly 3-4 years and then this keyboard thing came, um, so that was again, so our pastor's son, uh, so it was his keyboard, and it was a very fancy one. Uh, it was PSR something, where you can put, uh, put floppy disk on that's like crazy. Okay,
0: yeah, that's the high tech at that time.
1: Yeah, and no one did that, like no one used a floppy disk, but apparently you can do it. And I asked someone like what can do with that, it's like it's magic. <laughs> put and new sounds I'm like, Wow, that's some high level technology there. Um, anyway, so um, once after the service, I was just curious and I, I was like, okay, let me play with keyboard. And I did something and it was like a reset button. Uh, and the whole, so you know, right? You don't use a standard rhythm in, in, in uh, Indian churches, you use like Indian rhythms, which are custom. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. And normally you get it like from different people, and you store it. And I accidentally deleted it, <laughs> and that was almost like end of praise and worship session in the church from today. And That Just was like deleting pretty... a collection database. Yes, 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 and yeah, something similar. So that that was a hard day, man. I, I got so much scolding from this guy, from uh, like almost from everyone. Um, my parents, and, and he told me never touch this instrument again in this church. <laughs> like what? <"Well>, serious? <laughs> so that was the first time, and I, then that I took it as a challenge. Somehow I was like, yeah, I want to play this instrument now. You no, know? uh, so it was not a right motive, let's say, why I started playing. Uh, but yeah, in one year I was playing uh, in the main service, uh, keyboard.
2: You showed and
1: them. Yeah, yeah, and he, this guy already moved to US, so I could not like really show him. <laughs> note and he, ne- and he <laughs> never came back. And I was like, okay, why did I do this? <laughs> it uh, sounds 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 like a stupid yeah, Bollywood music. So movie this idea.
0: is called uh, vain motives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> vain motives, right? Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's. I started like that, and I remember what what I used to do. is I uh, so somehow I think people who are naturally inclined to music and melody. Uh, they can um, so they have sense of pitch and uh, harmony right uh, so you hear a sound and you know how to I mean you go through 12 keys yeah. but you know which is the right one I think that mm-hmm. is the natural skill you have there are some people after 12 keys they were like this is uh, none of the I mean, <laughs> there are some people like that <laughs> uh, Jacob but it? I think uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, it's like it is 11.5 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sense but, yeah but anyway I think uh, some people naturally have this uh, let's call it talent skill whatever uh, we want to call it that you can recognize keys you can recognize pitch um, so I think that was a, a starting point for me uh, so I would uh, hear some melody and I would just play the melody there was no concept of chords I didn't know what are chords uh, like someone playing more than one note I would I, wow he deserves oscar um, so for a long time so there was no one in the church to play keyboard so i kind of took over and i used to play only only melody so just imagine okay. like a whole world, the whole world session.
0: <laughs> i mean that was so
1: i can't imagine <laughs> chinna one hour every sunday <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then uh, there was this, so so in our church it was like after twelfth everyone just moved to a different city and they learn new instrument they come back and show off. So there was this one <laughs> other guy who came and uh, he he used to play uh, he he played he was my idol back then. Was, I was like oh this, he's is the best musician, and he he would just play and play like C chord and F chords together and all. I was like wow that's so crazy. Then I I begged him one day, hey, can you bro, can you teach me? Uh, He was like sure, and he taught me C F G, done. And he was like, these are the three chords, and if (laughs) so, if you hear anything else, so if it is not the same chord, just find the key and count how how many steps are it is from the C, and then just transpose it and again play C F G. And that's I was like, "Oh man, there's there's nothing more here. Like it covers everything." Like, yeah, that's like everything, man. I mean, you can play for anyone. Like F sharp doesn't matter. I just count from C how many steps I transpose it and I play C F G. And then he also said, uh, "Maybe the order is some for some song it is uh, C G F, uh, for some song it is C F G, but it does not sound that wrong uh, <laughs> because people are not musical." <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's how I started um, and then uh, so I, I played like this for a long time uh, and then there was a phase where I wanted to play like more things. Um, so a- at that point, I mean we didn't have computer or anything. I, even TV, I, I, I don't think we had a TV, I'm not sure. Um, so I, 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 I used to have like one of uh, my relatives from abroad, they gave me like a CD player like a round where you can put ear, ear, earphones and all. Um And I got a mixtape of Bollywood songs uh, okay. from from a friend. I, I don't remember. And I, I put that and there were like more than 100 Bollywood songs. Okay. And I would play each melody of each song and try to oh. play chords along with it. Right? This was vent- so this I used to do. This was like after uh, I was like maybe 16 or something like that. Before okay. Before 10th, before 10th for sure. Um, And then I realized, hey, actually you can play melody with chords. So before I was playing only melody and then only chords, and then I realized, hey, that's pretty cool, you can play like, uh, and this, no one taught me, uh, uh, this is something I just, I don't know, just realized my own. And for some songs I realized, oh, this F, F and G, C, these three chords are not fitting. There's something more. What is this minor. What is this mysterious chord? What is this? It sounds it doesn't sound like a major. Okay. Oh, it's A minor. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, th- that was a lot of learning. So, I figured out like uh, this. And then I used to write every progression. 1-4-5, 5 And then I... Uh, then for some songs I kind of realized uh, this, okay, you can play like E major in an A minor progression, that sounds it's so sad, that's amazing and then what, what I would do is whatever I learned from this Bollywood mixtape, I would put it in Christian songs, right, and so the next time I go to church so you guys are the a, yeah, and there's a minor song, I just put E minor E major there somewhere, or E7 and Everyone is like, wow! That sounds so cool. That's like a god teaching. first coming from above, from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> least they know about, knew about my <laughs> um, mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's how I started, man. Uh, so it was a lot of learning, uh, a lot of, and I used to spend a lot of time. Remember, I used to spend a lot of time, even before my twelfth board. Um, I remember I, I i used to go to church so i used to go to church and just play like there was no one in the church i would just just play things and um even before my board exam i will uh, just spend like two three hours church and my dad had to come to church and just drag me out of church <laughs> so things like that um so yeah that that's how it started that's how uh, i started playing and one thing was yeah i st- also started playing in in school parallelly. So, um, so we used to have a music teacher. He just used to come and sing for the the prayer, morning prayer, and he he leaves. He never taught music in the school, but somehow he was called music teacher. I don't know. So he was pretty old, like uh, maybe seventy plus, I think, very old guy, and very good voice. He had like the bass voice, um, and he used to sing really good. Um, and he he played harmonium, and he always he uh, there was a congo in the church and there was this one guy one he in the whole school there was only one kid who could play congo so after i started playing congo in church, i was like hey i'm a congo player i want to play congo <laughs> so i started playing congo for Janaganamana and all this um uh, mm-hmm. there were like a lot of school songs prayer songs and then one day uh there was, this guy was sick and there was no one to play harmonium <laughs> This is my moment. I was like okay this is where I launched my career <laughs> and <laughs> just imagine morning prayer uh, where there are like a thousand students uh, lined up and we used to play so we used to have like a platform so they so the kids all the students they're on the ground and they look so all the music team is on the like on a top and they see us and so normally this guy he used to play the first verse of so the intro and then he starts singing so i was like okay let me do the same and i messed up the melody man i messed up the melody <laughs> i stopped playing and everyone is just all school is looking at me I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> damage
0: control,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I, by the time I knew code so I, in harmonium it's like you can just uh, hold something and just uh, keep that air thing coming and it, okay, it's okay. There's a dynamics like a. <laughs> I kept doing that for some time but uh, but after that uh, I, I used to play harmonium once in a while and I improved um, so yeah that was like a parallel experience from uh, other than church that I used to play and then after 10th, it's it's like um, I was one of the leading keyboardists in the city, uh, maybe the only one <laughs> who can play A minor in a I- C major scale. Uh, <laughs> so they used to take me for conventions. I, I need to like, go
0: to s- relocate to that city.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still like that still I go there and there is some guy who is playing game and they're like oh these are best keywords so I stopped playing there I don't play there anymore uh, but anyway um, so from from there I, I uh, used to go for like this youth camps youth meetings conventions like so called gigs you know um, I remember once I went to this was before my board exams I went to UP for a, a convention of more conference. than 5,000 people conference uh, conference of more than 5,000 people and I was oh. crazy and I, I was the only what did you play? what is there oh okay uh, that time I saw so, uh, that uh, so during this time also figured out like different voices so strings and um, trumpet Trump, so I always played intro in the trumpet um, trumpet because it's an Indian instrument right I mean why like, <laughs> You have dollar with trumpet. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I used to play trumpet time
0: from the yeah, trumpet yeah and body. I used, I used to so
1: so the keyboard had like this uh, pitch bend. So oh. I used to do like like really nasty things there with the pitch bend and trumpet saxophone. Uh, never seen I didn't even know what a saxophone was I, I for a long time I used to think those are the name of the voices <laughs> like saxophone uh,
0: <laughs> people's names yeah
1: <laughs> yeah then there was strings so uh, somehow you know uh, also tried to uh, it also develop a sense of sound okay to make it more to add more spice you can play the same chord in three different voices wow so things like that um so there was a lot of learning but there was no learning like by book um so there was no youtube i mean there was youtube i think uh, but it was like far away from our world yeah so only source of information i had like these guys when they come from vacation so i used to look forward like to vacation time and these guys come and like teach me one more code um so that was the only source of information. Um, but somehow, I, I think if you have this implicit or, uh, you know, this internal thing in you, this what inborn talent or skill, whatever we say, uh, I think you, you pick up of, on your own. You just need a starting point. Mm. From there, it's, it's not so difficult to... Um, yeah, and a good thing was I, I learned to play by ear. Yeah, so this yeah. was one of the So I was playing like nearly four to five years, uh, and we are talking about a church where some random person will just start singing, and you have to you have to first uh, find the scale, you have to find the rhythm, uh, the right tempo, and set the song in first thirty seconds. So that is like a challenge, yeah. That's really <laughs> a challenge.
0: Especially um, if there are two musicians, it's about who finds it first.
1: Yeah, well, there was only one, so that was not really <laughs> an issue for me um so i think that that really improved my playing by your skill Uh, yeah uh, so i was so fast with that i mean now uh, i'm since you know now everything is like oh you have sheet Ooh, there's a travel clef what is that (laughs) (laughs) so now it's uh, more professional but uh, back in the days uh, when i started it was just playing by ear just random guys starting in some scale and they even change the scale in between the songs why not um so I, I think that that was a good part of it that you uh develop a lot of such skills um being yeah i want to touch
0: up on that little bit but uh, so yeah. i mean maybe to finish up this part like how did you finally get into guitar
1: oh well, guitar was a different story so um I hated guitar, uh, like, when I used to play keyboard. Because for me, keyboard was, like, a very difficult thing, right? Piano, you need to, like... I think it's, it's a bit difficult to play piano without knowing a little bit theory. Mm, so, yeah, you, yeah. you need to know something about code, code structure, what are notes, and things like that. But guitar is all about patterns, Yeah. right? Uh, sure, you, you, need, you learn about code names and all. But once you know a pattern, you can play across the fret. Uh, Mm. And I hated this fact that it's so easy for guitarists. Um, So this is is one of the guys who used to come from vacation. One one year, he just comes and plays guitar. And I was like, what's wrong with you, dude? And he was like, yeah, it's it's simple. I learned it like two weeks. (laughs) I hate you and your instrument together. So I I had this, uh, yeah, not so much of liking towards this instrument. And I never wanted to play guitar. Like I never, for me, keyboard was everything. And um, yeah, that was the only thing I was, I was like, okay, I will, this only instrument I will play in my life. And then NIT happened. Um, So in NIT, there was, uh, before we uh, got into the common uh, place of uh, fellowship, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we I used to of yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, before that I used to go to another church where there were no instruments but just a guitar and they they asked me if I play an instrument I said yes but not this. So this time I did was like, of course it's I can uh, I didn't do that <laughs> um, At the same time in my first year my my roommate I think, he had a guitar and he used to sing, he never played guitar. Uh, but there was one guitar in the room always, and that I think that was like one of the first times I took a guitar and I was like, Okay, what is this? Okay, nice sounds coming. Um, and then I joined the music club as a keyboardist, uh, and then there was this really cool guy who had like one of the most expensive uh gadgets. Um, I don't want to say his name, so he. He taught me, like, the again, the basic chords, C, F, and G. And then, again, the same story, yeah, I just picked from there. Mm. And this happened towards the end of first year. At the same time, I was playing keyboard for music club. Um, but in the, I think in the church was the place. Uh, then, yeah, I think um, I used to spend a lot of time with Davis, again, a friend of ours. Be impressed, like, how he can just navigate to any song with... Oh, one instrument, one small thing, which I yeah. never could name before.
2: Uh,
1: a magic thing. <laughs> you put it on the guitar and magic happens. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty um, um, yeah, I, I, I was really impressed, like, wow, and you can actually sing along with this instrument, and there is a sense of rhythm, which is really cool, so you don't really need a percussionist next to you. So that's how, how, how it started. Yeah? And then I also started playing the church. Slowly, I don't remember when exactly. I think I was replacing someone. But the next thing I know is, they everyone knows me as a guitarist. Um, and also in the, like, in the music club, some, somehow, like, when I was playing for uh, the fourth year, um, there's one of the most uh, biggest gigs in India called Raga. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing an electric guitar. Can you imagine that? who would have thought started from the bottom I, over here yes the first I yeah, just started from the instrument. side and
0: keyboard but yeah i think yeah, yeah, it makes yeah.
1: sense. yeah it all it all traced back to congo
0: <laughs> that's beautiful <laughs> so i like yeah. when you were talking there are a lot of things that i related with and i want to like maybe ask a little bit about so this sure. thing about music sense right um music sense playing by ear that uh that feeling of knowing what is playing uh, what whether you're doing it right and actually if you think about it it is technically it's uh, the relative pitch whether you can understand whether the note comes there yep. or here or even okay. with respect to chord so the thing is when i started playing the key uh, guitar when i started learning so i started learning in mostly christian setting only there's just one or two other guys non-christians teaching me i mean told right. me like how to learn one song or like that but most was in the christian setting. And thing is everyone has this uh, music sense to some level. But these guys since they have been learning from a young age, they don't know when it clicked for them or when they started to understand these things. So they I mean many of them I, I think they have an opinion that you know you're just born with it. Like naturally yeah. you just understand what's going up or down things like that. But I fo- found it like very hard like in the starting like uh to, to use the name Benjamin when he when he was teaching me how to, I mean, try to understand the notes relatively to each other, we would listen to a song and then the guitar uh, fret in the high string. he would just play that note. And then I would just listen to it and try playing the same thing, it's just totally dissonant, nothing's working out. But like once in like maybe like 10 attempts, the next note will be a correct one. And it was a slow process to finally get it like, okay, now it's going up, now it's going down and that took some time Mm -hmm. and later I understood that also in terms of chords also now we're going away now there's tension and now we're resolving it to the home now I mean now there are now I understand what's the phrase phrasing behind that like your fourth your dominant and your tonic returning to the tonic things like that but that was not there in the beginning and it was always like you know people made it like you know some people have this and I think it's true to some extent because like people who only learn like theoretical I mean just the pieces like piano pieces they are not able to maybe play in live settings when the sync just says okay let's go one let's go one key lower like they cannot play in those kind of yeah. live situations they need everything written down and you know they need to memorize it it's the muscle memory is for the whole song and not just for like yeah. you know chords and things like that like tools yeah. so yeah that was my experience like with music sense and how people approached it what?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's, it's, this skill is like just like any other skill. Yeah, So some people, um, they are uh, born with little bit of it. So it's easy for them to get a kickoff. Uh, and for some people, it's almost zero and you have to work a bit harder. But end of the day, it's not an impossible thing for everyone, like for anyone. Uh, so anyone can, if you spend time and if you work hard, Again, for such people, you have, you need to have a very strong motivation because music can be something which, you know, you start and then there is no progress and then just puts you down. Yeah,
0: what's the point so, of?
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for people uh, with no natural skills, uh, you need a tremendous amount of motivation to keep going. But in the end, someone with no musical, inborn musical skill, they can be a better musician mm. than someone who is naturally inclined. Yeah. So it's all about how much time you spend, how much hard work
0: and what's the Yeah. Duration. We Yeah, we could go into the argument of whether uh, hard work beats talent and things like that. But I think yeah, there is, is aspects of yeah both of it. Um, another question that I have is, are most musicians bad teachers? That's in bad in teaching music. And related to that is, I think most of us learned a lot from pastors' kids. So right. <laughs> at least in my experience that... uh. Joyful Joyful was also from a pastor's kid. And even recently yeah. me understanding how bass notes walk up and down, like within the same chord also was from another pastor's kid here. So I think this is the normative thing is that most of the children, they are, you know, they are trained in music and because they are required to play in more settings than normal people. And because of that, they have put a lot of hours into this art and be- they're more capable and, you know, playing in live settings, finding keys and finding the rhythm and what what patterns going on things like that so yeah so do you think like uh yeah most people learn from pastor's kid and also like are most musicians good teachers because in my experience uh there are only very few who are really inclined in teaching the others they i mean many because i don't know if because they already arrived and uh, or they don't know how it was when they learned it because they were too young but not many people are like you know so pro on you know teaching how to how another person should play and things like that
1: yeah I think it depends on person right I mean teaching skill it, itself is a different thing um, it doesn't matter whether it's music or let's say even um, programming yeah so if uh, they can be a good programmer but he cannot explain to or teach someone how he did that mm. um, or I mean he can but may be pretty bad at it <laughs> sure. so um the same applies for music, I guess, and also depends on uh, how you learned. So, how did uh, what was your music ed- education? For me, it is easier to explain to um, to someone uh, who has no background in music. I can explain it in a way that he understands because I came from that background. Hmm. Uh, but let's say someone who just went to music school. And got his eighth grade in piano, and he is explaining something to a to a person who has no clue about music. This can be very really stressful. Yeah. I don't think he would understand anything because he is just explaining from uh, the way he understood it, yeah, mm. and which is very theoretical. So I think it depends on the person in general how they explain things and also their background, uh, how they, uh, what was how they learned music.
0: Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I didn't think about it in that way. Okay, here's another question. So, do most musicians play multiple instruments? And do you know people who don't play multiple instruments? And what are the advantages or disadvantages?
1: Well, this it's a bit controversial topic. Um, (laughs) So, I have have talked to some people, like really good musicians. And some of them, they think sticking to one instrument is better than switching instruments. Uh, Why? Because... Uh, so one argument to say is uh, first of all you haven't explored that instrument that well, that, that, right so there is a lot of depth I mean any instrument even the simple congo you take uh, there, are, there are a lot of depths and there are a lot of things and most of the time we are always on the surface especially if you teach uh, yourself or if you're a self taught musician so you, most of the time you are like the, the 5% uh, you know the 5% of what is there um, so when you like Switch instrument, then you then they were like, okay, do you really uh, respect music? Or do, do you really? So it is like very, very hard, very harsh. Yeah. So one guy, uh, he's a really good, very popular guitarist, and he told me that uh, if you keep switching instrument, then you really need to question your commitment to the to, to music in general. And I was like, okay, I uh, play only Congo. <laughs> 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 so uh, th- th- this is one part of it, and the other part is like, hey, why not? Um, if I mean, I'm if for someone who is taking music as a hobby or just a you know something you enjoy to do, why not trying different things out? Yeah, why not uh, like like you did, like um, exploring bass or piano or guitar or cajon or rhythm, for example. I think some some instruments you try and you feel that okay it's not your thing, um, but unless you try it, you won't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so this uh, uh, I, I was watching an interview of Keba, and uh, he he said that he joined a piano uh, lesson. So his uh, parents they put me in a piano lesson, and if I remember right, his brother was into guitar classes, and he knew that he is not his instrument somehow. And later he picked up guitar and, um, you know, very he yeah. So, I think unless you try, you won't know if it is your thing. So, for example, yeah. uh, a couple of years back, I had this very strong urge to learn flute. Uh, Indian flute, uh, not the Western flute. Um, I started it out and sure I mean so it's like if, if you can play one instrument it's easy to navigate, navigate yourself uh, yeah, like if, if, let's say if you play one melody instrument it's easy for you to switch to a different instrument because you already have the sense of melody and same with rhythm yeah if you play a one rhythm instrument it's easy for you to play any other rhythm instruments so it was easy for me to like figure out the melody and I was getting faster at it but does it suit my character I don't think so because flute is a class instrument, yeah. It's it's about it's not about playing fast, it's about playing it sounds beautiful when you play it soft. Hmm. Um and you, you really need a good breath control and so there, there is there's a lot about your, your physic, uh in the in that instrument. And I, I got a feeling that okay, it's not for me. But yeah. if if I if I don't try it, then I always have this feeling inside me where oh, I didn't try it. Hmm. so I think there's nothing wrong in, um, in, in uh, switching or trying out different instruments but again if you're someone who is looking um, you want to take music professionally then I think it makes sense to uh, switch uh, like stick to one but right? it's just like if you want to be a like when, uh, some, when I see a resume with uh, like skills in Java, C++, Python MATLAB and I was like okay <laughs> that's uh, do you know .NET, can PHP realize? yeah I know, okay we don't need this guy <laughs> um, yeah so it's, it's just like that you know if mm. if, uh, if you just try to do everything then the it, thing is you're it, not good you at anything become
0: very good at one
1: thing yeah one, one thing so i think that is yeah that's that's how i see it
0: yeah i can think of i mean what you said makes sense and maybe the two counter arguments that are there maybe for uh learning multiple instruments is one is that since we are learning it's all in the same at least uh, 12 tone equal temperament Western music uh, the system since otherwise also we play together you get more understanding of you know how things work out because say there's one chord and it's like pretty laid out and if you think if you know how to play it in the keyboard and you know which all notes are coming and it's a different feeling from just learning you know memorizing a shape uh, in a guitar like right and things like that right. like it goes back and forth uh, like it has enriched my understanding of music trying to play it in different instruments and that is one reason i think more important reason for me is you go to any house there's at least something you can play
1: and uh, you don't have to be restless well yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 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 true but I, again um, i think one thing i i uh, so um for me if someone asks me what we play i normally say piano and guitar and one thing that when I started playing guitar, I used to uh, till then I never appreciated this instrument that much. But after I started playing guitar, I was like, oh, this this is actually a very beautiful instrument. Yeah. So uh, as you said, it gives you a different perspective of music itself when you when you uh, work in different instruments. So like this, this is one thing I I, um, I really like about guitar is the fact that uh, so piano is very discrete right so there's one key and the next key there's nothing in between so there's a frequency uh, and there is a, I mean pitch bend of course but if you talk about a piano like a grand yeah, piano yeah. Acu- mm. acoustic piano there is a frequency and then there is a str- There is a next frequency there's nothing in between
2: mm.
1: but guitar you can actually bend one tone all the way to the next one and that is actually a, that, that is the beauty of that instrument that you can play sounds that that are in between yeah, uh, yeah. like it, it, it adds a lot of dynamics to music and thing about piano is i mean in guitar you can okay you can play melody and you can play a rhythm like a, a rhythm guitarist and then you can play a rhythmic melody uh, which is a very uh, high high skill of uh, playing guitar uh, normally uh, a normal mediocre guitarist let's say we won't be able to play like m- rhythm and but in piano, it's very easy. So, there are two hands. So, you can control the left hand with the rhythm and the right hand with melody and you can switch it. And So, there's... In terms of flexibility, there's a lot of flexibility. Mm. And you can just go from... Um, and they say that in, in guitar, you have like how many? Three three octaves? I don't know. Five octaves? Something like that. And in piano, it's so easy to navigate. You just have to like... Yeah. Because you can see the, see the keys, yeah? Mm. Um, but to have that kind of visual in guitar is a bit difficult. So, there are... Uh, pros and cons of uh, I mean it's not really pros and cons but different features of instrument which you will appreciate only if you play it and you will know it only if you play it that's the thing Yeah. so yeah um, just reiterating your point
0: try everything Yeah. okay so this is uh, another important question that you've given a lot of deep thought into um, how would you teach music to your children would you send them okay, to okay
1: so classes, I think uh, the uh, question
2: <laughs>
0: The question,
1: uh, <laughs> the question has a prerequisite that you need, <laughs> children. <laughs> so since I don't have any at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I think, um, to be honest, I, I think every kid should be introduced to music. Uh, mm. Maybe I'm sounding a bit uh, conservative here. And this is something I like about German system, you know, their uh, music and sport is part of the education. Okay. So basically, everyone can play at least one instrument and they're good at at least one sport. Oh, and this okay. is something I miss in our, our system here. Yeah? Because normally art is considered that something... Okay, something... Science is not working or my child cannot think mathematically, so let him go to arts. So that's how uh, people normally think here. Yeah, which is pretty bad because... Uh, I think people underestimate uh, art in general. They think that... Um, Maths or uh, taking science is like a better option, but in a way, you have you need to have a creative mind to get into arts. In maths, you cannot be creative, Uh, everything works in some some specific way. But in arts, yeah, in arts, it's uh, you, you are basically reflecting your personality through a medium, which is something amazing if you just think about it. So, I think this, this perception uh, that, okay, arts is inferior or it's uh, not something to be taken seriously. I think that thing should go first. And I think as musicians, we don't have that at least. Yeah. Um, so, I think I would actively teach my children uh, instruments. and But again, the point is uh, not really forcing them. Yeah? Because yeah, yeah.
0: Not living your dreams to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like... Uh, lot of people who did in 90s uh, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: uh, the, yeah some of them um, are my listeners so <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> shout out to you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah I think it's it's again you have to find a balance I think it's, it's good to introduce and then it's up to them how yeah. they want to take it uh, so I would do the same with also sports yeah because these two other things, which I mean, sometimes I really, I, I used to tell my parents hey, why didn't you really uh, to send me like to a music school or something or music classes when I was a kid because things would have been so easier mm-hmm. um, because in the end of the day, it's all about your, how flexible are your muscle, like to get really good at any instrument, it's, all, it's a lot about muscle, muscle memory, you know, and how does muscle memory come into picture, more time you spend with the instrument. A better muscle memory you have. So, someone who is starting from childhood, it's way easier for for that person to be in a very good level in music. Yeah, yeah. That that's. I think that's that's how I think about it.
0: Like I also thought about it. Like you know, we have uh, regrets or desires for ourselves. But yeah, it's a uh, need to draw a line when we. I'm not supposed to. I mean, force my whatever I wanted to do when I was a kid on my on my children yeah. who might not be inclined or gifted in those areas but one thing is definitely to introduce them to different forms of music and yeah, other activities sure. like not just music for me like artists, one thing drawing and uh handy work like you know building things uh i think that's something especially maybe curriculum doesn't you know ask us to do a lot of things but i think those are important things to teach so yeah, i mean the my understanding or my Uh, Yeah, my outlook is that you expose them to multiple things so that then you can know surely okay, they're good in this thing or they're good in that. Um, because you can't just you know just say like you might just expose them to one or two and then you find out that they're not good at both, and then he's considered a useless kid. So, that, yeah, so that is how I think like we should teach children. But the other thing is about like so teaching music. So, say if my kids are interested in music. I would want to teach them in this way, like this is my uh, how to teach uh, art in a maybe fun way. So so for me, my issue was that I I, I was learning proper theory, which is important, which notes to play, which fingers, how to roll around, I mean, move your fingers fast. But the issue was I was not getting any outlet, like to do something that I enjoyed. In the sense, like I had to wait like one month or two. I think two months before I could learn this one melody for one song which honestly I didn't even like that much like I liked it because Mm -hmm. I was learning to play it it was not like my favorite song now imagine if the situation was different like okay I'm going to teach how to place your hand when the middle C and how to which finger to use for which note and things like that I teach that in the class but at the same time I also teach him Mission Impossible theme music like the notes to that Mm -hmm. and he can play it like even with wrong fingers or whatever So now the kid also likes to play, he likes that theme and now he's learning how to play that and he has some sort of, you know, enjoyment from that. But at the same time, he's also like mixed with that is actual critical. I mean, the hard work of learning, you know, finger patterns and things like that. I think spacing out things like that would be a good way to teach and learn.
1: Yeah, I I also feel one one other thing is to expose uh, to different genres of music. Mm. Um, I think that that's also pretty important, yeah, uh, otherwise we are always putting your, um, so there was a phase of my music career when I used to think only only about one kind of music, I would play only one type of that type of music, I would only hear that type of music and then you hear the other things and you're like, okay, <laughs> is, it's not wrong, it sounds good somehow. So I think it's it really opens up like uh, a lot of doors in your mind when you expose yourself to different types of music yeah? so like these days I really like old uh, very old Indian classic Bollywood songs let's say um by some legendary composers and I I just look at I mean I'm not really really interested in the context of the song like it yeah. maybe from some movies from 1950s or 40s I don't care uh, I just look at from a composition um perspective and the way they, they have done it is, is so intelligent like you you cannot find once a song in like these days they have they have like layered different ragas um and if you just look at it from a chord perspective the way they're connected to different chord progressions is, is just mind-blowing so i think it's um exposure to different genres also i think it, it's a very nice way to grow interest um
0: I think that's, uh you brought up something that I want to discuss, maybe the last thing we'll be discussing. Uh, yeah. What you just said, right? Like I agree with that and I can relate. But some would say, uh, so are you trying to separate the sin from the sinner or the, the art from the sin or you know, things like that. So, uh, like what I am maybe hinting at is uh, whether you can be a very good musician and still be a good Christian or is it a... Uh, mutually exclusive?
2: Hmm...
1: Well, what do you think about it? First, <laughs> I want to hear you, you. <laughs> And buy some time for me to think and give a diplomatic answer in the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you conclude it then. So, yeah... yeah this, so, this has been my experience, right? Like, even in Christian circles, there are a lot of people who can play... Uh, play along rhythm, guitar, or accompaniment keyboard in a pretty good way and that's enough and they may just know it in like G scale or C scale and then they know where the transpose button is in the keyboard how to get there and that is enough for you know most of your Christian song I mean your Christian circles playing in worship settings and people tell that that is where you should stop also because you know music can become an idol like you know like many things in our life and uh, people fall away from the faith i mean they backslide and mus- musicianship has uh it brings you into a celebrity lifestyle and you know there are so many pitfalls with this so just be content with you know where you are musically like it's okay if you don't know to play minor seventh and i'll just play your normal minor itself and uh, stick to that and you know, don't worry about those other people who are becoming successful. And you know, they're compromising their lives because they are playing for all of these, uh, yeah. you know, other non-Christian settings and things like that. So, yeah, what would you suggest, I mean, say to someone who is a young person who is in a Christian culture and trying to interest in music and trying to learn?
1: So, I think I see this term that mature musician, you know, uh, how, how can someone be a mature musician? I would look at it differently. I would even ask, are you a mature believer? So why I want to identify with music, first of all. I think only a mature believer can be a mature musician. So I think when we separate it and let's say, okay, some you somehow have to prove your identity through music, I think that is a bit wrong. Um, if someone is a mature believer and he plays music, I'm sure he will be a mature musician as well. Um, so I think, that's how I look at it and then again, you know this this whole wall of separation between Christian and secular that is also a bit um, there are different views on this um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's getting serious <laughs> so um, so sure, there, there has to be a line there has to be a line where um, because a lot of a lot of songs in, in the secular world uh, talks about things or deal with uh, certain topics that we don't really uh, accept in our faith, right? So there has to be a clear sign. So it's not, I mean, you cannot just uh, make everything a gray area in the name of music. Uh, so there has to be a line where you say that, okay, this is uh, this is where I put the limit. Um but again only because it's not talking about god or jesus or christian faith do i label all the other music as bad music satanic right satanic for example like something like uh iruma yeah this uh, japanese pianist
0: fact check Akashik kaushik here iruma is actually a south korean pianist and composer
1: i mean this, what kiss of rain the, the is kiss of rain rain of kiss what is that uh, kiss the rain yeah kiss the rain yeah uh, some pieces like that how, how do we look at it do we say that okay it is bad because he's is not a Christian or it's not it's not talking about something uh, about our faith so I think that is also the other extreme so you need to as I answer about all the question, you need to find a balance um, between these two points where you say that okay it is music so I can do everything no no uh, anything that outside christian faith is bad no so i think you need to find a balance and um and again you know it's it's um if you are a genuine be- believer you will get a conviction about things um so if you are listening to something that god does not want you to then you will be convicted of it uh, i mean it's a different question that how you respond to the conviction that's a different yeah. question but um, i think no one really has to kind of define those separations yeah
0: especially for others right draw the line I mean, for especially
1: others. for others, exactly 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 um so yeah um that i mean w- w- to give an example I, I really enjoy hip-hop these days um electronic music um i'm also learning a little bit uh, the production aspect and i have some some friends um from uh, not from India they are really into hip like they have a hip hop lifestyle you know this is something I knew uh, in the west that hip hop is not just a genre of music it's a lifestyle and there are uh, five parts to hip hop do you know that no like one is the music and one is like this slam poetry and then graffiti oh, okay. so these yeah, are like yeah. different aspects different, so there are like uh,
0: b-boying also for-
1: Say that yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So there are like five, ass- and they, I have friends who are living you lose this five
0: and chains. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have friends who live this five pillars of hip hop. Okay. And uh, they send me tracks. They send me uh, hip hop tracks once in a while, and sometimes it is pretty bad because the lyrics you so uh, listen to it. And I say that hey, um, yeah, good beats, but
0: being <laughs> quite like the lyrics. Can uh, I but there so? are, channels
1: yeah so there are there are some other um songs um which talks about some social issue let's say um and i really enjoy it i really like the genre i really like the product i I mean for me hip-hop my interest is more on the production side Mm. uh the beats and how how they vary uh different different measures and things like that so yeah i think you don't really have to um like tell someone okay listen to this listen to that Uh, there has to be a a separation Uh, if something is against your uh, your faith conviction then of course you should not listen to it Um, but again um, there are a lot of things that doesn't explicitly talk about God uh, or Jesus but I in my present conviction I would say it's still okay to hear that
0: yeah i think otherwise we just become like uh, maybe sectarian mindset or because we we do that we don't do the same thing for drawing or painting you know we don't only tell only if it's a picture of yeah uh, exactly
1: so yeah. it's a, if selectively just uh, you say okay it's music then where you very exactly draw the line and how yeah. um, so what do you do with the dressing yeah uh, i mean mm, this this collar shirt was an is a new thing, yeah. Back in the days, like 200 back, years back, there was no collar in the shirt. Hmm. Uh, so why did you adapt to that kind of thing? So uh, it's it's really um, uh, if you just specifically pinpoint one thing, uh, then yeah, I think it's not so nice. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's so. a word. Uh, it's I think it's like hypocritical or something. <laughs>
0: might be pronounced a <laughs> little bit differently <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think Hi- hypotenuse sounds like that yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so yeah I, th- I think we've covered most of whatever we wanted to discuss and uh, yeah
1: there's one thing I, I just want to add so one thing I struggled as a musician is this one topic of pride hmm. so this is something I actually struggled a lot for a long time and it doesn't matter if you are a self-taught musician or a trained musician. I think there will be a point where, where you go through this phase of fight. Yeah. No, I agree. Because a lot of a lot of times musicians are not like the frontliners, yeah. They are the ones who are visible in the services and somehow you get a feeling that okay, you are an important person.
0: You arrived. Somewhere. And
1: yeah, you arrived somewhere, you are someone who is contributing a lot. Like back in the days, you know, uh, when I used to play keyboard in this church, I even used to think if I don't come one Sunday, there won't be any worship. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I mean, and I never really questioned that feeling at that point. But now when I look back, uh, and that's why I actually had, there was a time when I took a break from music. It uh, was a personal process, and I was like, okay, this is pretty serious. Um, so, and and some sign of this pride is like okay when in the church when someone else take over the instrument, I feel I don't feel so good about it. Mm. You know? I'm like uh, that's my sport, don't take it. Yeah. Also, it's like it's it's very. I mean, that is. I think uh, being humble as a musician is a very. I think it's something that God teaches you if you are if you are faithful. Um, so the more you grow in the knowledge uh, in music. Um, like more you know about the theory and all the more critical we become about music yeah yeah. so maybe back in the days when we used to listen to some song we just enjoy the song but now since you know a lot of music aspect I mean now when I listen to some song I just dissect everything you know okay this is the rhythm section there are strings coming here oh there is some automation here and things like that yeah panic. Um, so yeah <laughs> so uh, the more knowledge you have about music the more critical you are and more critical you are uh, even in the church services. Right? So, uh, there, like when I used to play when I was uh, in, in my immature days, um, I used to be very critical about someone else playing. I'd be like, hey, that's a wrong quote, You should not play that. Um, and that actually, you know, that's coming from this ego, this pride thing. Mm. And I think you have to go through this uh, process of God breaking your ego and pride where you can be in a service where someone is playing some uh, stupid chords, but still it doesn't matter to you, and you yeah. can still worship God. And that is, I think, that is like a really uh, maturity level for a, a for a standard. Christian musician. Yeah, it's it's not really about how much you know or um, or how uh, like complicated chords you can play. Um, it's 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 really about how how um, if music has taken like a big place in your life and that has become really a stumbling block for you. Uh, or you can still, you know, be with someone who does not understand music or not judge people because they play in certain way. Those are the things, you know, that you... I think it's, it's not really about musicians. It's something you learn in your Christian life in general. Yeah. But for a musician, it applies like this, I guess.
0: That's good. So... We'll uh, end it on that sober note.
1: Yes. (laughs) It depends. In the end, in the end, everything depends. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I answer in my team team meetings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how many of you actually sat through this one hour long episode? Kudos to you guys. Also, do you want to hear more along the lines of music? What has been your favorite episode so far? I'd love to know. Links to our social media and also Tarun's music is in the show notes. Have a great week, you guys.